In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. The Coloma Township police officer who was shot on Monday during a domestic call in Hager Township is at home and recovering. Michigan State Police put out an update on the incident Wednesday. The agency says the police officer has been released from the hospital and is expected to make a full recovery. Officer Drew Wagner was injured after being shot on Monday by a 40-year-old Hager Township man. Coloma Township Police and the Berrien County Sheriff's Department returned fire, killing the suspect. Law enforcement is not releasing the name of the suspect, saying it's out of courtesy to the family and per policy. The autopsy is complete, but police are waiting on the lab analysis. They're also reviewing body cam and other footage and asking any witnesses to the incident to contact them. State police say they are realizing an investigation of this magnitude will take some time to sort through, and they are asking the public to remain patient. When the investigation is complete, the information will be turned over to the Bering County Prosecutor's Office for review. The new master plan for the city of Benton Harbor has been approved by the Benton Harbor Planning Commission, but with some last-minute changes. At a meeting this week, planners were asked to remove language designating Benton Harbor as a sanctuary city. Public Safety Director Dan McGinnis said he's seen the major problems that can result in other cities that have declared themselves migrant sanctuaries. We're already operating at 50% because of being short-staffed. Adding that issue, Chicago's got 19000 to take it in a week. They can't pay for it. We see New York has asked for federal funds and not getting it. We can't barely fill potholes. How can we take care of another population that will drain more resources? McGinnis said he welcomes all Latino residents and is recruiting officers who speak Spanish, but having a major influx of migrants would not be helpful. City Commissioner Juanita Henry also wanted the sanctuary city language dropped. The Planning Commission then voted unanimously to remove it. Chair Lee Reed said the master plan places a big focus on housing development. And we talk about attainable housing. We talk about single-family residents. We talk about multifamily residents. We're even talking about income properties. All of these will have to be looked at closely, determine what parts of the city would be most favorable for that type of development. The plan will also establish new opportunity areas with special development objectives It envisions growing Benton Harbor's population by 10,000 people by the year 2040. The master plan has been in the works for more than a year with dozens of meetings and workshops. The Planning Commission voted to approve the plan and sent it on to the full Benton Harbor City Commission. St. Joseph City Commissioners have voted to create an economic development and marketing plan for the community. Speaking to commissioners this week, Assistant City Manager Emily Hackworth said the city has for years been seeking to reach certified status under the Michigan Economic Development Corporation's Redevelopment Ready Communities Program. The program helps communities with planning, zoning, and economic development through matching grants. In November of 2022, we were elevated to the essential status. And at that level, the city has access now to up to $40,000 with a 75-25 match that can be used to complete requirements needed to reach certified status, which is our ultimate goal. Hackworth said the next step to becoming certified is to have an economic development and marketing plan Her request was to use the MEDC's $40,000 to work with Cornerstone Alliance for the development of the plan. It will cost $25,000, and the MEDC will cover 75% of that. Cornerstone will pay the city's 25% match. Commissioners agreed to move forward, noting the effort to be certified under the RRC program has been going on for years. If you've been following the civic discussion that's happening in Buchanan these days, 
there is a good bit of controversy, and officials are being tight-lipped over what's happening. WSJM's Andrew Green reports. The city manager is suspended. Residents are complaining, and the public's not being given an explanation. Buchanan City Manager Ben Eldridge was just hired in May and was suspended by Mayor Sean Dennison on November 3rd. A statement from the city a few days later says the issues with Eldridge are confidential and the public will be updated at the appropriate time. At a packed meeting this week, former Berrien County Commissioner Don Ryman addressed city commissioners, complaining the commission is driving the city into bankruptcy while Eldridge was trying to save money. Ryman told us Wednesday he doesn't believe the mayor has the authority to suspend the city manager and the commission has not been transparent. He says the city's gone through too many managers, often having to give them payouts, and this will just be another unnecessary expense. Ryman was just one to speak at this week's meeting, while others praised Eldridge. City commissioners say more information will be released when it's appropriate after the proper procedures have been followed. Andrew Green, WSJM News. November is Lung Cancer Awareness Month and National Smoking Cessation Month. The Berrien County Health Department is urging smokers to quit while offering help to do so. Berrien County Health Officer Guy Miller tells us the majority of lung cancer cases are caused by smoking, and lung cancer is responsible for 80% of cancer deaths. A smoker can't quit early enough, says Miller. One thing we can do at the health department is help people who do want to quit accomplish their goals. So that's something we do offer here. You know, anybody who's out there who is thinking about what it would be like to quit, to put down the habit, we do have resources for the community. Miller says those who have previously smoked and those over the age of 50 should get themselves screened for lung cancer. If you can catch these things early, the long-term consequences are going to be greatly reduced. So the more screening you can get done, the earlier you can find disease in an individual, the better the outcome is going to be. The Berrien County Health Department can connect someone looking to quit with a prevention specialist who can guide them. The department also can connect that person with a nicotine replacement therapy. Additionally, Miller says radon is another cause of lung cancer. He says be sure to have a radon detector in your home. Today is the Great American Smokeout, and smokers thinking of kicking the habit can learn more at the health department's website. We have a link at wsjm.com. With hunters now heading out into their cabins for another firearm deer season, Michigan Gas Utilities has a safety reminder. Spokesperson Matt Cullen says hunting safety isn't just about wearing bright orange or using care when climbing into a deer blind. You've got to be careful in the hunting cabin as well. What we recommend is that a hunter or a group of hunters does a thorough inspection of that heating system when they arrive at their cabin. And that inspection would include checking the heating vents, the flues, the chimneys, and making sure that those are clear, that there hasn't been any debris or any animal nests that have built up inside of those from the last time. Also, you want to inspect any of the appliances, those propane units or those furnaces, if you have those installed. Cullen says an improperly functioning heating system can create carbon monoxide, have a carbon monoxide detector in the cabin, and know the signs of carbon monoxide poisoning. They are feeling like you have the flu, dizziness, sleepiness, and nausea. You can find more on that on our website, wsjm.com. Holiday shoppers might be making plans for Black Friday, but Michigan leaders want them to do most of their shopping on small business Saturday, the next day. Leaders say locally owned shops play a major role in Michigan's economy. Brian Kelly is CEO of the Small Business Association in Michigan. He says the holiday shopping season makes or breaks a lot of local shops. This is a really key and critical time for retail and restaurant businesses where they their whole year revolves around what happens during the holiday time. So it, it's so important 
to support the local economy, support local communities. Kelly says local shops make up 99% of the state's businesses. Set for next weekend in Buchanan, it's Bucktown Christmas. It's hosted by the downtown Buchanan Area Chamber of Commerce and the City of Buchanan. The event will run all day Saturday, November 25th, with specials at businesses, the farmer's market, and a holiday market in the Buchanan Commons. There will be crafts offered by the Buchanan Art Center, and Santa will make an appearance at the Buchanan District Library, complete with reindeer. The parade starts at 5.30 on Front Street, and the holiday lights will be turned on at 6 with music from the Buchanan High School Marching Band. Everyone is invited to attend the downtown Buchanan kickoff of the holiday season. Events run again from 1 to 6 p.m. on Saturday, November 25th. And a reminder for hunters bringing in deer this week from the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. For the second straight year, all deer hunters that make a harvest this season must report that online. Chad Stewart from the DNR says that the online reporting system worked great for hunters and officials last year, and they expect it will work well again this year. Yeah, overall, it worked out really well. We had uh, over 300,000 deer reported taken by hunters last year, which was a fantastic uh, first year uh, for participation for our hunters. So, you know, we've really been uh, applauding our hunters for really taking taking this new change very quickly. Firearm deer season ends on November 30. Bow hunting runs through the end of the year. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.